Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Welcome to Middle Church Online. I am Natalie, I'm your digital minister here, and we are so glad that you are joining us for our worship celebration. Thank you for choosing to worship with us. Um, it is Palm Sunday. It is also Communion Sunday. And if you're planning to participate, just make sure you have everything you need, which is something to eat, something to drink. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I've been kind of missing our organ. Um, but luckily, Jeremy Price is willing to help us with our opening hymn this Sunday. So let us take a centering breath. And let us worship God together.
Sunday. I'm so glad that you have tuned in to worship with us this morning at Middle Collegiate Church. My name is Amanda. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm one of the ministers here at Middle. Where are you tuning in from this morning? We have people watching from all over the world. So take a second and type in the chat or type in on Facebook or YouTube where it is that you're worshiping with us from this morning. We'd love to say hi to you. And if you're worshiping with us for the very first time, we'd love to know that too. Drop it in the chat and make sure you sign up for our email so that you can stay connected and we can stay connected to you. Middle Church is a wonderful movement of love and justice trying to do a bold new good thing in this world. We understand that in this time of isolation that we are not actually alone. We understand that we are spiritually connected to each other. And to that end, we have a wonderful list of ways that we can stay connected to you spiritually during this COVID moment in our world. After this live stream ends, head to middlechurch.org where you can see a full list of our online programming, including Monday morning prayers and scriptures with one of the pastors, Bible studies, anti-racist book studies, dance parties for kids and dance parties for people of all ages. LGBTQ groups, queer black men meetings, writing classes, acting classes, you name it, we've probably got a Zoom link for you. We've been doing a lot of Zoom links recently. Again, we're so glad that you're here with us this Palm Sunday morning. Let's continue now to worship God and say Hosanna together. I invite you to pray the Lord's Prayer with me in whatever language, in whatever way your heart leads you.
Amen. everybody. God's peace is a gift that we can share with one another. And so I wish you peace on this Palm Sunday. Peace now and always. Peace be with you. Family, blessed Palm Sunday. The peace of God be with you. Sing Hosanna. Hosanna, young and young at heart. Miss you, middle. Peace be with you. Hosanna. Peace be with you. Smile is the best to fight against the virus. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, Middle Church. Sending love and peace from Southern California. Peace. Peace be with you, Middle Church. Just want to wish everyone a big, loving peace be with you during this hard time this COVID-19. Hi, Middle Family, I miss you. Hosanna and peace be with you from Brooklyn. Hey, Middle Family, I know these are crazy times, so I just wanted to sing you a little message of peace. Peace be with you, Middle Family. Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in God's name. Peace be with you, everyone. Hey, Middle. I'm yelling. <laughs> hey, Middle. It's Tammy and Sarah. Hosanna. Peace be with you, Middle. I miss you so much. I can't wait to see you again and give you a big hug. Why are you obsessed with fighting? 
times and things you can't define If you knew the path we're riding You'd understand it less than I When they came near Jerusalem and reached Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village ahead of you and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, the Lord needs them and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet saying, tell the daughter of Zion, look, your king is coming to you humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt to the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds then went ahead of him and that followed with shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil asking, who is this? The crowds were saying, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. So Maddie, you grew up in church like I did. And Palm Sunday was like, oh, Easter's coming. And the beautiful story of Jesus and his disciples to pick, uh, to pick up a colt or a donkey or a colt and a donkey, uh, depending mm -hmm. on which version of the text we read, um, and, and the sense of a parade and um, all the people throwing their cloaks and their palms down on the ground. Mm -hmm. and Hosanna, Hosanna. I love the way you define what Hosanna is. Say, say that right now for everybody. Yeah, Hosanna is holy God, holy one, holy being, save us, rescue us. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful word in the Greek and the uh, Hebrew, Hoshana, right? Holy one, save us. I love it. Um, so here they are shouting those um, praises, and we love it. 
memorialized in Hosanna, Hazanna, Zanna, Zanna, Ho. I promise to get you singing, Amanda. <laughs> Superstar. <laughs> Superstar. Um, but it's really serious, right? Jesus is riding into town when he knows he's at the end of his life, at the end of his ministry and at the end of his life. He knows that the contest between good and evil, between empire and God's reign, um, between poverty and wealth, that this contest is coming to a head, right? Mm. Yeah, literally. Literally, right? On the, on the other side of town is like a, another kind of parade, right? With Caesar and horses and chariots. And on this side of town, a simple one from Nazareth and Galilee and Palestine, Jewish, Palestinian, poor, riding in on a donkey colt as a symbol of his intention for peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we hear exactly how you said. We have this um, duality of empire versus this new promise, this new hope, this new expectation that people have. Um, and even as they're having this hope, they're coming together to shout something, save us, something, rescue us, um, which I think speaks profoundly to this exact moment that we're in. Um, you and I are always talking about the disparity in wealth between whites and blacks in America. It's like, um, you know, $17,000 or so per average black family versus $170,000 or so for the typical white family. Mm-hmm. When we think about wealth being the space between kind of what you own or what you have and the debt you have, mm-hmm. that's a huge disparity, 10 times as much. And it is like concretized in systemic oppression and systemic racism and the class the class issues to go along with that, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that the um, this COVID moment that we're in is its own unique specific moment that we will be talking about for centuries to come, but it is also a culmination and an emphasis on the systemic injustices, the systemic injustices of the empire, um, to relate it back to the Palm Sunday story that have been present for years and years. Um, you know, you're, you're mentioning some numbers about inequality, about empire and mass incarceration. Uh, you mentioned we spend 179 billion per year, this yeah. country, on mass incarceration. In our immigration system, we spend 123 billion per year on our immigration system. Um, there are 38.5 million children in this country who live at or below the poverty level. And so when we think about, oh, and we haven't even mentioned how much we spend on the war, on the war economy. Since 2001, we've spent 6.4 trillion. And when we think about um, empire and things that we are marching against, honestly, this is an empire, of injustice and sin that has been present for a long, long, long time. Present since before Jesus' birth, Mm -hmm. and certainly present throughout his ministry. It's like, of course, we're we're destined to be wealthy. We're predestined to be wealthy. Um, We are designed to be better than the poor. We are created to be superior to Blacks. There is this built-in manifest destiny uh, um, white supremacy that lives inside Christianity. And that kind of preaching is what got Trump elected. And that kind of preaching is what keeps him with approval ratings that are shockingly high mm-hmm. for his bad behavior. And I don't mean to be 
uber political, but I'm just trying to speak the truth of when empire masquerades as Christianity, mm -hmm. God's people on the margins, God's people who are disenfranchised suffer the most. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Jackie, I think maybe you do mean to be political, right? <laughs> I mean, everything in our lives we know is political and you can't preach a Palm Sunday sermon without bringing present day ties to the reality of almost asking ourselves, where would you be on that day today? That's great. Would you That's be great. at the parade that is ushering in an unexpected person on a, on a humble, lowly donkey that was borrowed, by the way, not even a donkey that he owned, a borrowed donkey that symbolizes peace? Would you be in that parade, believing in something that you'd never seen really before, believing in something that you'd only heard about, or would you be at the front gate of the city with the flash, with the pomp and circumstance, with the horses, with the war, um, paraphernalia? You know, where would you be? Really, I really think that that's a, a question that especially white people and white Christians need to be asking themselves because that does play out even today. If we don't think about what would Jesus do to go back to my high school days when we all wore those bracelets, then we have not asked the right question as we enter into Holy Week, as we pray, Amanda, God save us, help us, God, and ask ourselves, what's our role in that salvation? Yeah, that's beautiful, Jackie. And you know, one thing I've been, I've been thinking too is how unexpected this entrance of um, the one that they've been waiting for was, right? You know, we, we talked about how it's in complete opposition to what's happening on the other side of town. Um, and so it makes me just want to wonder with you, um, what might be the unexpected ways that we might be rescued, that we might be saved in this COVID moment? Remembering, even as we think about this Palm Sunday, shouting Hosanna, mm -hmm. um, save us, that really we are the ones who are gonna have to pull ourselves through this, like, like we always say at Middle. Um, we are the ones that are gonna have to do this. A college friend of mine texted me the other day, where is our leader? What are we going to do? And I said, it's every one of us. Amen. It's every single one of us. You know, you can't sit there in Austin and wait on a national leader who we know we don't have, and to be quite frank, we've never had. You know, the, the person that, um, as us people of faith know, it, would, it, it is really gonna take um, to flip this, this world around. And so it is up to every one of us in this moment to be those, those surprising um, people who are bringing about the unimaginable change. I'm thinking about Katrina, who said, what can I do? You know, can I call some people? Can I call and check in on people? I'm thinking about Matthew, who mm -hmm. is doing free cardio Beyonce classes <laughs> on Friday, and now one for kids on Wednesdays. I'm thinking about Laura, a therapist on our community, who is calling all of our first line responders and checking in on them. I'm thinking about um, Francisco, who's on the front lines in Brooklyn who when I called and said, how are you doing? Can we, can we check in on you? He said, oh, I could use your prayers because I am walking by every room of an old person who is dying alone. And I'm saying a prayer for them. Oh my God. And so. That is so amazing. Yeah. Francisco. Right? Um, and so when we think about where are the parades too, which is I think what we're really asking, uh, where is this, um, 
where are the people coming together to be the people of God and to be holy in this moment? You, you are the ones we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. You are the one who will save. You will save the people in your community, in your circle, because of the love you give and the way you give it. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is our Holy Week blessing for you. Yes. That you know your power to be a healing agent in this world. Mm-hmm. When there's a people's bailout online digital rally this week with millions of people on it that, you know, Dr. Barber and Valerie Kaur and all of our partners are on. And when we do our conference in April, which is another type of joining of the godness and the goodness in all of us and We've got to talk about empire with this. We've got to figure out how we can break down these systems. Otherwise, they'll continue to rule. It's the, it's the merging of those two where I find so much hope and w- of which we are about um, at Middle and in this movement. We are in an interfaith movement for love and justice, friends. Um, that includes our Sikh brothers and sisters and our Hindu brothers and sisters, our Muslim, Christian, Jewish, Buddhist brothers and sisters, and it includes you. It includes you exactly as you are, wherever you are, believing, if not in God, in the power of love to radically rewire us. You are blessed, anointed, called, set apart, gifted, charged with changing the empire into the kingdom of God. Those of us who are Christians pray that prayer every every day, some of us. Thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our lives are to make this, this space on earth exactly as it is that God ordains and desires. Mm-hmm. And we invite you to join us. Amen. Amen. I'm sitting at my table upstairs in my office and I am thinking about our communion ritual, reminding myself and wanting to remind you that every single time that we do this communion, every single time that we participate in this ritual, we're participating in the Jewishness of Jesus, who celebrated the Seder with his friends. The Seder being the meal that is celebrated in Passover when our Jewish friends acknowledge how God heard their cries and rescued them from slavery in Egypt. We know We understand that Jesus is a Jewish rabbi. And so we participate in this meal of liberation every time we sit at table, every time, not just when we're in church, because the first church happened at home. The first synagogues happened at home. So wherever you are, wherever you're sitting, it's brunch o'clock, it's time for breaking bread. And I hope that you will take your pancake and your coffee or your cookie and your milk or your French toast and your mimosa or your bread and your water which is what I have, and do this ritual with me. Remembering that on the night that Jesus was betrayed, we as Christians say, he took bread and he broke it. And he gave thanks for it and said, this this is like my body and it's broken for you. Whenever you break this bread, do so remembering me. And in the same way, he took the cup. And after giving thanks for it, he said, this, this is, My blood in the new covenant poured out for many. Whenever you partake of this cup, do so remembering me. At Middle Church, we call this the bread of life, and we acknowledge that this is the cup of blessing. God takes ordinary elements of wheat and grape, of food and wine, 
of milk and cookies and nourishes our bodies and blesses us so we can be a blessing to others. Whenever you break bread, wherever you break bread, wherever you eat, remember that God is communing with you and sending you love.
To be quiet, I anticipate a riot. This common crowd is much too loud. Tell those queens who work here long, they are fools and they are wrong. They are cursed. They should disperse. Moaning at the crowd Nothing can be done To stop the shouting If every tongue was still The noise would still continue The rocks and stones themselves Would start to sing alone. Sing out for yourselves, for you are blessed. There is not one of you who cannot win the kingdom. The slow, the suffering, the quick, the dead. family. I'm Shanta Thake. I've been a member of Middle for about 15 years and I'm here today to ask you to join this movement. Um, incredible service that you have been a part of um, that this incredible team at Middle has spent so much time putting together for us to experience the warmth and love that exists in the sanctuary into this broader space and I for one am so grateful. I was talking to a woman a few years ago uh, in the sanctuary and she was telling me she was a little down on her luck and 
she wasn't sure if she should become a member of Middle because she didn't have anything to give. And one of the ministers at Middle told her, you can never really be fully part of the community until you need something. And I just keep going back to that statement um, because I know that right now in this moment, I need Middle. I need Middle more than I ever have. And it's inspiring me to really double down on my commitment to this place, even this virtual place, um, because it's meant so much to me. Uh, and I think it means more to me now than ever before. I am now rejoining the consistory this month. I have also started signing up for the virtual gospel choir practices, and it has brought me so much joy in this uncertain time. And I know that these are scary times and we're all feeling the sense of scarcity. And I want you to know that the generosity of spirit that I have found in each of you through our dealings, through our conversations at Middle have been what has fueled my own spirit in this time. Um, it has been the thing that has allowed me to put one foot in front of the other and imagine a hope-filled future that has all of us in it. And I hope that you'll take that journey with me. Um, and I can't wait to hug you on the other side of it. Uh, so please join this movement. You can join in so many ways. You can sign up to be part of the choir. You can sign up for the email list. You can donate. Um, and just remember that every dollar that you spend in this moment fuels this generous spirit for so many people. It allows so many other people to get connected to this beautiful message of progressive love in the world. Um, and I hope you'll be a part of it. You can donate on the website, you can donate on the Facebook page, and you can donate by text. Just text the amount to 917-924-4666. Um, please join us and I'll see you soon. Let's pray together. Holy and loving God, we are reminded that you see us. We are reminded that we see each other when we come together to give what we can. Even in a moment such as this, even in a time of COVID, a time where in moments we feel like we have nothing to give and in times where we feel like suddenly, yes, we have that to give. For all the things that have been given today and for the ways that this community will continue to give to one another until we make it through, we give you thanks. In your many names, all of which are holy. Amen. Walk together, children, don't you get weary. Walk together, children, don't you get weary. Walk together, children, don't you get weary. There's a great camp meeting in the promised land. Pray together, children, don't you get weary. Pray together, children, don't you get weary. Pray together, children, don't you get weary. There's a great camp meeting in the promised land. Sing together, children, don't you get weary. Sing together, children, don't you get weary. Sing together, children, don't you get 
Thank you for worshiping with us today, friends. And now hear this benediction. May God bless you and keep you. May God make her face to shine upon you. May God lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace now and always. Amen.